The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You hear that music, you know the show. You listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And what matters to me, the madness is over. That's right, it's over. <laughs> what, what can you say? Your bracket got busted a long time ago, I'm sure, for many of you. And even in the end, I doubt there were very few of you that your bracket ended up the way the tournament ended up. And that is, of course... Again, for I believe it's the fifth time, Coach K, the Duke Blue Devils are the national champions of basketball. want to congratulate them. I think I know a little bit about that feeling. The Ohio State Buckeyes, of course, won the championship in football. And, and so I can imagine all those Blue Devils are excited as can be. And i tell you what's amazing. It, you know, it's not, well, no, not that it's amazing, but something that's just a little different. The, blue, the Duke Blue Devils, I think the student population on campus is like under 7,000, 8,000 students. Private university, I think they got about six or 7,000 students there at Duke University. And um, it just goes to show you, I guess you don't have to have the biggest program in, in the world. Uh, you don't have to have a, a large amount of student population on your campus. That has nothing to do with basketball. Uh, those young men are student athletes on the basketball team, but the rest of the population, I guess they get in the gym and they, you know, and they get enough people in those uh, stands to give them enough inspiration and to motivate them that they play great basketball. I have to, uh, I have to call a friend of mine. Shout out to Fonda Williams. Fonda, of course, is the um, uh, employee of the city of Canton. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, I think Fonda is the deputy mayor. He's like the next man in charge, second man in charge of the city of Canton. And I uh, want to shout out to him and his Blue Devils uh, that they won the national championship. But somebody's got to win and somebody's got to lose. That's, that's just what happens. Very few times uh, in championship games are they ever going to end in a tie. There's going to be a winner and there's going to be a loser. There are good sportsmanship displays shown at times when people win, and there are bad sportsmanship displays at times when people lose. And I, I just got to say, oh, man, you know, this, this is the Big Ten Conference, and, and there's no doubt in my mind 
that a lot of people out there, you know, are Big Ten haters. There are a lot of people out there who perhaps maybe think that for some reason or another, Big Ten has all this magic and all this money. Uh, I don't know about magic, but they might have a lot of money. But there's some haters in the conference, on the conference. And sometimes it's warranted and other times it's not. But I, I can tell you one thing. In terms of sportsmanship, I, I just got to, I, I don't know if I was real happy with what I saw at the end of the game. Uh, I was, I, I mean, the, the joy and the emotion, of course, of, of, of the players was there. And you saw both. You saw, you know, the joy and happiness of winning, and you saw the agony of defeat. But you, you also have those men on those, you know, on those staffs that is there to represent those, those teams to help development, help develop the character of those young men. Uh, you know, to be people who are responsible and respectful of the game and of the sport. And it's the coach's responsibility to help develop those young men and to teach them right from wrong and good from bad. And sometimes, even in a, in, in a loss, you, you've just got to gotta be classy. You've, you've really got to show some class even when you lose. And I understand that for some, some people it's, just, it's, it's hard to do that. You know, it's just, it's just hard to do. And sometimes those people who have a struggle with being good sportsmanship find themselves in a position where they're the face of the program. And when they're, face, when they're the face of the program, what they do, what they say, how they act, how they respond, that, be kind, of, that kind of becomes, you know, the face of, of the program, how the program responded. You know, how, how the program reacted, how the university reacted and, and responded to the win or to the loss. And I'm just not so sure. I'm just not so sure that the response, the response that we saw last night is a response that we really wanted to be left with as it relates to Wisconsin University, the University of Wisconsin. I, I'm just not, I, you know, I understand that, you know, Coach may have had a hard time. You know, I, I understand that, you know, we've all got to think about long and hard about what we would have done if we'd have been in that position and, and how we would have handled it. But I'm just not so sure Coach handled it the best he possibly could last night. He could, he could have been a little better in his response in the press conference last night. You know, it was, I, 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 I don't know, it was, it was a situation whereas, do you want to go there, Coach? Do you want to take it to, mm, we, we, we're, we don't rent players. I mean, at some point in time, you know, you don't have a rent-a-player program. You know, at, at some point in time, um, who's going to really stop and think about 
you know, these, these, these young men that we're talking about, you know, this is just, this is just not the right way of what you want to be talking about athletes. You know, in such a way that, you know, that, you know you're, you're renting a player. I mean, really? If, if, if you're not in favor of the one and done, okay. That, all that says to me is that you're not in favor of having the best basketball players in America that have to follow the rules according to the NC2A on your basketball team. You're not renting them. These young men are following your rules that have been established by the NC2A. The NC2A simply says to them that they cannot leave high school and go play professional basketball. If they're good enough, they should be able to. But the NC2A has this rule in place. So what do you mean by renting a player? Where do you get that from? How do you come off? How do you, what mindset are you in to even think of? How can you phantom that you're renting somebody? When did human beings become available for rent? It would, it would say to me that if you're renting them, when you rent something, in return you get something and you pay somebody. Are you suggesting that Duke or Kentucky or whatever university, North Carolina, are you suggesting that they're paying these players to play basketball? That there's for their service of playing basketball that, you know, in exchange, you know, I mean, when you rent, I mean, rent's not free. I don't know anybody. If anybody knows where rent could be obtained for nothing, you get something for nothing. Please let me know. Most of the time rent does deal with somebody cutting somebody a check or paying somebody cash. Maybe you barter, but barter isn't considered rent. That's what barter is. You exchange one thing for another thing and, and then you don't pay money. But rent normally means you're paying a check. So now I think there needs to be an investigation going on someplace because somebody's saying somebody's renting a player. And when you rent a player, you got to pay a player. And the last time I checked, you couldn't pay college players. But the fact of the matter is, come on, coach, really? Are you that much of a bad sport? Can't you even congratulate God? After all, Coach, you were winning. You were up by about five points. And I know it was at least eight minutes in the game left when you were up by five, if, if not maybe, maybe even less. So why couldn't you look deep down inside? And, and this is what coaches normally do. Come on, Coach, don't blame the referees. Really? Well, the referees, the same referees that were on the court when you were up five points in the second half, five points in the first half, even more in the first half, I believe, they were reffing the game. And they, I think they were pretty consistent with calling the game. You know, maybe they're one of the little, little chump calls made. But so what? This is, they're letting the boys play basketball. You're getting as close as you can get to the next level for those who are going to the next level. And this is how they play the game. But, Coach, I, I could swear your guys missed some shots. I could swear your guys missed some foul shots and some, some shots. Could that have something to do with it? I, I could have swore, Coach, that perhaps maybe you, you, you didn't make the right call on, or, you know, a couple times in the game. 
I think you might have left some people out of position you know, with the plays you called a couple times. You didn't call timeouts at the right time. You know, do you think you made any mistakes? Coach, do you just want to go to the referee? Do you just want to go to rent a player? Come on. What are you doing to help these men mature, to, to teach them how to deal with adversity when you find yourself in a position where things, some days, they just don't go your way? There are going to be some good games, some bad games, some big games, and some other games that maybe things just don't go your way. But here's my point. And I'm going to stay on this one. My point is, rent a player. Think about it, coach. If you're renting a player and then they're done, they're one and done, well, those players that were rented this year, uh, I'm sorry, but didn't you have a few guys on your – weren't you somewhere close to this thing last year? I mean, I believe you were in the Final Four last year. You should have had an advantage. You should have experience. So, Coach, come on. Really? Rent a player? I'm a little concerned about the Big Ten not stepping up and embracing when we do things well and when we do things wrong. Let's just say, okay, we, we made a couple mistakes. We made a couple mistakes. They won the game, but we also made a couple mistakes. But the refs, come on. That's the oldest excuse in the book. Let's get, leave the reference alone. They're not perfect. Okay, I'm on a rant, but I'm going to stay on this rant because the March Madness is over. Get us in the rail of sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and we'll be right back. <laughs> flagship station for sports voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely despise her especially at one to two and it's anything but the same old horse racing show this is a nine horse field but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras playing to win with andy serling a show seriously committed to making more money at the game but with a personality this is a dunce cap horse for me if this horse wins next week i got the dunce cap on you bet.com's playing to win presented by the daily racing form look for it the day before big race days mostly fridays find a complete schedule in the daily racing form or click on playing to win at you bet.com Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
you hear the music, you know the show. It's the Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And what matters to me, the madness is over. Yes, March madness is over. Uh, I got a little fuzz there in the background there, guys. I, I think you can help me out back there uh, in the engineering room. I can hear all that noise in the background. Probably my listeners can't, but I can. And messing with me just a little bit there. Uh, but anyway... The madness is over, and, you know, I was just, you know, talking about Coach, and, you know, listen, and, and of course, I, I'm, I'm talking about Wisconsin Coach Bo Ryan, and, you know, I just, I, I just want, you know, I want Coach to know that you, Coach, you, you were a player way back in the day, and... I just don't know how you can, you know, be an example for the kids when, when, when you don't want to take responsibility for your blunders. And because of that, then what happens is a coach, you know, kids usually take on the attitude and you know, they kind of embrace the way coach handles adversity. That's how they kind of embrace adversity. So if they want to, you know, if coach wants to say, well, we're playing against one and done guys, you know, rental players. If coach wants to say, you know, the referees didn't do this and do that, then then that's what you're going to get from the players and their response. You ever notice it's kind of like a company line when you listen to the response of players uh, after the coach has said something, then, you know, guys kind of teeter right along that. You know, they're very impressionable. They don't, they're not really taught to think outside the box, to be individual thinkers. They're, they're, they're kind of like, it's like, okay, so it's a we kind of attitude. And, you know, it, it's almost like <laughs> in Django, yeah, where we're, we're, uh, my man says, we sick, boss. You know, it's kind of like that kind of thing. And I really don't like it. I believe that these are young men. We're trying to develop them to be young men. And, yeah, there is something a team should say, and we should all be on the same page, but we can express ourselves individually. And so, and we should take responsibility individually because it's what we do individually, but we do it at the same time on the team, but you got one thing to do, somebody else got something else to do, and if everybody does what they're supposed to do, it's almost like the domino effect. The dominoes fall, well, things fall into place. And so, Coach, if you do what you're supposed to do and the players do what they're supposed to do, what the referees do don't really make a difference. Unless it's just some outright blatant, you know, calls by the referee that just, you know, come on. Now, they, referees are not perfect. Every now and then they can go to the replay. And when they can, they do. And most of the time they get it right. Uh, but there's a percentage. And that's not a perfect system any, either. So every now and then they're going to get that wrong. But, I, you know, I, you know, with me being the person that I am and me having so many um, things to think about as it relates to looking at the NC2A and to find out what's wrong about it and what's right about it and to give praise where praise is due. And then also to be critical where I think there's some room for improvement. And and as one who's a member of that fraternity where the current players don't always have a voice Somebody has to speak up for them. And just watching last night, 
I mean, come on, Coach, this is a billion-dollar business. And so when you're involved in a billion-dollar business, and the thing about it, we, wouldn't have been, we, we weren't that disappointed in your effort. So it's not like you came in and got blown out. You, you, you came in and played against a very talented Duke team of which there was, there was kind of a, it might have been 60-40, Duke to Wisconsin. In term, but I know you wanted to win. But then when you don't win, coach, show some class. As I'm looking for, where's the class of the conference? It wasn't on display last night. You simply, Coach K is a great coach. Give him credit. I'm sure you did a little bit of that. But it was the underlying tone that we all heard loud and clear that it rose to the top and it, it just blanketed anything else you said that was complimentary to him and to that team. By throwing out things about rent a player. Hell, you don't rent a player, so you have players that already been there. They should have been ready. Your players, your players had the advantage. They played four freshmen. You got guys that you did that you rented for long term. They had short-term rent contracts. That's all. You say you got since your players are, you know, you want to talk about your program. Okay, so your players have been there a little bit longer. So they should have been more experienced. So when the game was on the line and when you had to ball up, you should have balled up. They didn't. They missed shot. They choked. They didn't hold their composure. They didn't play to the pressure. Rise to the level of the pressure and continue to stay on top. That's what you do. You, you don't succumb to the pressure of the game and say the ref is making the calls. The ref is making bad calls. The referees are not. The referees don't want to see us win. That Come on. Those are things of which you take control of. Each time a, a team scores, you get the ball back. See, that's what's so different in basketball than in football. Well, basketball, even you got a shot clock. See, in football, yeah, you got a, you got a play clock. You only got so many times to run a play. But you can keep, 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 keep chucking that ball down the field, and you can keep the ball from the other team. Shot clock, if you score... You got to give the ball back to the other team. Different than football. You get a first down, you keep the ball. You can matriculate down the field at a slower pace and run more time off the clock in football. Basketball, shot clock's on, you better shoot, you better make it. And if you don't make it, you better get the rebound. So, Coach, I, I'm just not feeling that. And it, and it bothers me so much because, see, the, you bought all this stuff. You, made, you, you, you bought all the things into the conversation that you didn't need to bring into the conversation because now people want to know what is this rent a player? Is that how you amongst your, your, your coaching fraternity? Do you talk about it like that? Have players been now been reduced to their for rent? Again, that's business. That, that, there, there, there you go now. You're bringing that business in. And when you bring business in, you're bringing that word in. We don't want to talk about is the bucks. Where the bucks at? Who getting the money? Who's getting paid? Are you really saying these players are rent a player? Okay, so how's that conversation come when you talk to a guy about rent? Because if you're talking to him about a long-term experience and somebody else is talking to him about a short-term experience, how you talk to them about that? How are you so, how are you so sure? How are you so sure that these guys are going to be one and done? You don't have any one and dones? 
How, how do you know that? I just think that, you know, the young men are, are being so compromised that it's a shame. Every way you could exploit them, every way you could badger them, every way you could tear them down to the lowest degree of life, you try to do that. And that's not, that's just not fair. I, I just don't like, I don't like that. So in terms of this whole rent-a-cop, I mean, rent a, see, I said rent-a-cop, see, this, this whole rent-a-player thing, come on. Let's not talk about the players like that. That's not what these young men are. These are young student-athletes. They should, that's, all, that's the only thing you should ever identify your ball players as, as student-athletes. Your team, your players, rent-a-player, where does that come from? Let's just talk about you. And Coach, come on now. You know, I, I, you know I always do my work, you know. I'm going to research my coaches, you know. Coach, Chester, Pennsylvania, tough ball. Chester, right outside of Philly, they play tough ball. I mean, a harder Chester. You from Chester. You know, they, Chester, they, Chester would even be happy for you representing like that. You're you going to come up now and, and come up with some excuse that they, they, they were touching. They were bumping. They were putting hands on you. They were Really? Don't you know where these ball play, ball players put a hand? You can't check him. You can't put a hand on a man and check a man and think you can really stop him. I'm just a little disappointed. With the, I think that Wisconsin, that that would coach, that's what you would come up with. That they were checking a little bit too much, hands on players too much. Referees wasn't, you know, doing their thing. But this rental players really got me going. I, I can't, I can't get off of that. But it does make me think about the, the, the billion dollars. Listen, March is over. April's here. You know, it kind of spills over. The March Madness kind of spills over a little bit into April. The money. Big money. I can't wait till the numbers roll in. I, I just didn't get it to enough time to research that. But I can't wait till the money rolls in. Billions of dollars. I know. That's what they, that's what they did. That's what they made. That's what they contributed. Because I, I want to talk about something else that is just blow, it's, it's blowing my mind. And nobody wants to say anything about it. Now that the madness is over with, I want to start some other madness. I want somebody out there. I might tape this. Show, I might just take this show and just send it to the Ninth Circuit Court. Because I'm going to talk about something here that I want, if I'm wrong, I want somebody to tell me, Ray, that doesn't happen anymore. But see, Coach talked about rent a player, so I'm, I'm going to talk about something else. I'm going to talk about something else as it talks about the revenue that's generated, the money that's dispersed. You know, a lot of times, you know, when you're, you know, state universities, these, these universities, you know, you get these, these dollars, you, you got to spend this money. You know, because if you don't, if you, if you can't, you, if you can't show the need and the purpose for the money, then you don't need it. So they built these great facilities and they talk about the great facilities and you walk into them and you hear all kind of, I, I, I don't care if it's hip hop or if it's, if, if it's, if it's reggae or if it's country Western or if it's opera, you walk into these, these, I mean, these are some gaudy facilities the best of the best of best of best of best that you can find anywhere at these top facilities. They just find a way to spend money. 
but they can't give none to the players. But I tell you what, everybody thinks the players are got this sense of entitlement, that they're entitled to get something because they just play football or basketball. That's all we're talking about is football and basketball here. But I'm going to tell you, they think they're entitled. How dare them think they're entitled to something because they just play football and basketball? There's another group of people out there that are entitled to something and they don't play football and they don't play basketball. We're going to take a break and come back and I'm going to talk about those people that are entitled to something because they work at the university either as a coach or as an employee, even a janitor. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and we'll be right back after this break. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You know the show. This is the Rail of Sports on the Voice American Network. I'm in Phoenix, a living like it matters. What matters to me, March Madness is over. The madness is over. And the Duke Blue Devils have won another championship. I believe the fifth. Certainly of Coach K's career, I think uh, he's got five. And um, they deserve it. I don't care if it's rent a player. I don't care if it's one and done. I don't care what it is. They won. It's over. And I'm just going to congratulate them. I'm just a little pissed off that Coach, Coach Bo Ryan can't, can't accept and, and defeat uh, the fact that uh, he, I, I thought it was a lack of sportsmanship, a lack of class. I understand the emotions come into it. He tried to just throw it out there, let it just slide off his tongue, roll off his tongue real easy. Um, but in, even in defeat, uh, there has to be a way that you need to show some respect, honor, dignity of yourself. Don't compromise yourself, your program, the university. Accept uh, it, it like what it is. It's a game, right? Don't be so sore 
when you lose. It's just a game, right? Hell no, it's not a game. It's business. It's big business. And that's what we're going to talk about right now since, you know, somebody last night just couldn't accept the fact that it's, they threw in this thing about the players. And anytime you talk about players, I'm going to come to their defense. And so this whole render player thing, you know, I think it was a, a guy years ago, Red Grange, maybe something, that, that he, 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 he as an athlete ha- had a little problem in pros. And for uh, I, some of you may know the history, you know, for a while there, years ago, way you got to go way back. College coaches were not paid. Yes. Can you believe that? You got to go way back. But college coaches were not paid. They certainly weren't paid. Thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions. They certainly weren't paid anything like that. They weren't paid. See, they were, they were coaching amateurs. And they were amateurs. They were not paid. And then what happened is a coach got paid. And then there was a player out there that had pretty good talent. I think it was Red Grange. I may have the name wrong, but I, I, I think I'm going to stay with Grange. He decided, I, I, I want to get paid. And he was ridiculed because he left the university and he went to play to become a professional athlete and got paid. And his response was, why should only one person be getting paid from football? Why, why can he get paid and, and I can't? And so he wanted to get paid. He was ridiculed because he, he took that attitude. How dare you think you should get paid? Well, the coaches weren't getting paid. And then somebody made a change and decided to pay the coach in college. So then they said, well, why, why should only one guy get paid? Why can't others get paid? Why can't the players get paid? And that was the start of, well, no, I'm not going to say it was the start of the debate. But yeah, maybe it was the start of the debate. And it's been going on ever since. And so what happened over the years? More coaches got paid. Coaches got paid more money. And then coaches, the package became better. There were more benefits added to the package. But you know, the one thing that is really, really striking and and just, it's, it's intriguing to think about it. Do you know that most people, when they have an employee contract, they, they get, sometimes you get benefits. Some, those benefits might be anything from A to Z. I think employers put together their employee benefits package according to whatever they feel they should. Now, the only thing that is, is governed by law is a minimum wage. You have to pay a person a a minimum wage as an employee of a company. And colleges and universities, whether they be private or public, are still places that employ people. And so football coaches are employees of the university. And so because they're employees of the university, 
particularly if they're a state university, uh, they get they get compensated. Now, private institutions may be able to do things a little bit different. Maybe a private institution, somebody, a booster could pick up the coach's salary. But I just, there's some things that I, I don't know everything. In fact, I want to open up the lines. If anybody out there want to, wants to call me, participate, to correct me, or, or add to the conversation, 888-346-9144, you're, you're welcome to call. Because I may be wrong on a couple of these things that I think I'm spot on about. But if you want to challenge me, I mean, you know, it's, it's a con- we could have a conversation. But one thing that I recall, see, I, I, I knew a couple people back in the day that, that, that attended universities around the time I did. Some attended before I did. Some attended after I did. And... Uh, I also knew some people that worked at universities. Some were coaches, some professors, some administrative staff people, uh, some GAs, some uh, in the kitchen, um, cafeterias, training table, some custodians. And you know, the beauty of that opportunity to work at a university is a, is a good one. In fact, it's a very good one. But those people that have the opportunity to work at universities, their experience is a little bit different than those who are student athletes. Because you see, student athletes are, are amateurs. They're not employees. They're not, they're not like, you know, pro football players. They're not, that's not what they are. They, they do the same thing. They play football just like pro football players, but they're not pro football players. They're amateurs. And I already talked to you about intramurals, so I'm not going to even bring up intramurals in this conversation, I don't think. But they have the status of, of they're amateurs. So they're, they're not even really considered amateur athletes. They're student athletes. Not amateur athletes, because amateur athletes, I think, are the intramural guys in, in the Pop Warner baseball and football and basketball and all that other. Well, Pop Warner's not f- baseball, Pop Warner's football. But you, you get the gist of what I'm saying. So I want to continue because it's the March Madness is over. So somebody's, you know, at the end, though, they threw, they threw a match out and something else, another fire started. And that's this rent a player stuff. So I got I to gotta address this rent a player stuff. So I thought what I would do is I'd do a comparison. Because if the players aren't, you know, the, the rent, the, where's the rent money at? Where's the rent money at? And I look at the, so let me look at the package. Is the package for the rental player different than the package for the kid who's there, who stays there for four years? You know, what's this all about? And then I thought I'd look at the, across the board, the employees across the board of universities. And the fact of the matter is, when you talk about the package across the board for the universities, and you talk about players, room, board, books, tuition, meals. Room, board, tuition, meals. Okay. You know, room, you know what that is. Board, you know what that is. Tuition, you know what that is. Meals, you know what that is. Student athlete, that, that's, that's what you get for your scholarship. That's it. No pay. 
No pay. All right? So we don't, coaches package, it's a little bit, you know, difficult for me to really analyze the coaches package because, you know, the coach, you know, coach got a real big package. I don't expect the players package to be anything like the coaches package. Uh, it's not like the NFL where, the, where the, the, the players make more than the coaches. You know, in college, there's no doubt the coaches are going to make more than the players. You know, you got, I, I think everybody on the staff now might be a six-figure guy. So if you're, if, you're, if you're a position coach in college Division I football, the big five conferences, chances are you, you got six figures. So if you're a secondary coach, if you're a linebacker coach, you're a coordinator, special teams, you know, you're probably getting a good six figures. And if you happen to be in a position where you want to continue your education, um, you can continue your education too. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I, did I say continue? So that means you'd be going to school? Yes. Well, hold on, Ray. You mean you can go to school as a coach and coach and get paid? Yes. Okay, time out. Time out. You're telling me a coach who wants to continue his education regardless of what level, bachelor's, probably got his bachelor's, master's, yeah, PhD, yeah, probably, yeah. So I can coach. I can go to school, and I can get paid. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, you can do that. So I'm a coach. I'm going to school. And I'm getting paid. Now, you're paying me while, you, while I'm coaching, right? If I started going to school, that don't mean that I can't get paid. No. You're not a college athlete. I'm, talk, I'm talking to college coach. Don't get it screwed up here, Ray. You're trying to confuse us? No, I'm not. I'm telling you that you could be a coach and coach and get your paycheck. And if you want to go to school to finish on some, some form of education, you can do that too. And we'll pay for that. Hmm, is that right? Well, somebody, if I'm wrong, somebody call me and tell me, 888-346-9144. And that's not the end of it. There's more. So I can coach, I can go to school, and I can get paid, and everything's Okay, everything is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You want to finish your education. You want to continue to educate yourself. Continue to do that at the expense of the team. And guess what? There's no problem with it at all. Now, if you're a player, you can continue your education. And you can play. But we can't pay you. You can go to school. Coach can go to school. You can, coach can coach. Player can play. Coach can get paid, player can't get paid. That ain't all. I got a lot, boy. I can't wait to close the top on this one. But we're going to take a break. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. I'm going to take a break, and we'll be right back. And man. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. 
Pfizer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Hear the music, you know the show. It's the Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, so living like it matters. And um, what matters to me, the madness is over. It's done. It's a done deal. You can stick a fork in them. Wisconsin is done. And the Duke Blue Devils are the NC2A champions of basketball for 2015. Congratulations to them and Coach K. Uh, they certainly deserve it, and uh, I want to applaud them. Of course, you know I've been on my little rant about um, about Coach over there, uh, Coach Ryan. I, w- I just wish he could have handled things a little bit better. Maybe his emotions got the best of him. I just think that just it's a day later. Uh, you have a chance to apologize. If you haven't yet, uh, I think you should. Uh, no different than the player who used some uh, uh, explicits that he should not have used. He's apologized. Uh, uh, emotions get the most of you. You know, is it part of your heart? I don't think so, Coach. But what I think about Coach is I think, Coach, you have to think about the fact that you – and you know this. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Uh, you're, you're the leader. You know, players many times model themselves after their coaches. However their coaches handle adversity in the midst of adversity is something that perhaps maybe they adapt that same way of life, and that's the way they deal with things. So let's embrace the fact that we're not perfect. Sometimes a guy has a better day at the office than we do, and we just don't get it done. Sometimes it's on the big stage, and the whole world is there to see it and to hear it, but there's nothing wrong with going back and say, you know what, this day, this game, they were a better team, and he was a better coach. That's all. Your guys gave their best that day. That day, their best wasn't the best. And the blue, the Duke Blue Devils performed at their best, and they deserved to win, and they did win. But let me get back to this other little, This is something that I don't know. I don't care if it's the Supreme Court of the United States of America. But right now, I want to talk about the NC2A because there's a lot of things that are going out there. These young men don't have a chance to speak up and speak out and, and somebody help them. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I apologize. Maybe my information here is not clear to me. 
And my recollection is somewhat tainted because I've been hitting my head a few times. But if memory serves me right, I recall that my package in school dealt with room, board, mills, and tuition. Room, board, mills, and tuition. Room and board, tuition, mills, books. That's it. There were other people that were at this university that continue to work for these universities to this day. And some of them have great packages. Coaches make, coaches make more money than professors. I, you know there are some things in this, in this country that we have, you know, in, in reverse. Excuse me. Even at the high school level, there are, there, are, there are teachers who aren't compensated in the way in which they should be. How in the world is it that we come into this world and we have a, the capacity of our brain is such that it's like the best computer in the world can store as much information as our brain does. It can't recall in the way of which our brain does unless it has been programmed by an individual. So, and our brains have the capacity. After all, a computer only does what it's programmed to do. Who programs a computer? A person. Understand that. The recollection and all that recall and the press and push and all that stuff, it's programmed to do that by a person. Understand the capacity of the brain? Wow. Okay, so let's talk about this. Teachers don't get compensated what they should. Their packages should be better. There's other people out there who have packages that should be better. A student athlete on the campus. Understand that he does, there's nothing different in that basketball game that we saw last night than when the Clippers are on the court playing. Maybe they play, they play quarters and, and college plays halves. So, so what's a couple minutes different, really? The guys who are in college right now, there's some of them that are going to be playing pro basketball next year. Ask them what they're going to do different. Some of them went to class, some of them didn't. Some of them, but they all had classes on their schedule that they were supposed to attend. Let's just say that. Okay, so they had to go to school. Okay, so they're enrolled in school. Pro players, some of them are, but most of them are not. Okay, they both have to study. They both got to study basketball plays. They have a playbook. or they, Now they got tablets. Okay. So, so they, okay, they got to prepare for themselves mentally for a game. Then they got to play in the game. Sometimes the game is away on the road. They used to go stay at a hotel the night before the game, whatever, and then they get on the plane and come back. On the road, the, the NBA players get a per diem. College players get a little per diem, I think. They get a little something-something. Buy something, go get some, meal, some food is what you're supposed to buy. You know, but then you got training table. You, you got training table. So, you know, you, it, it's a scheduled meal everybody's going to eat. They may not even get the per diem on the road. I, I, I don't know about the per diem part, okay? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure about that. I'm, I may be a little bit wrong on that one. But let me tell you, I, I'm just comparing packages. Let's get to the big stuff, if you will. Do you know, I just told you that a player room board, meals, and tuition, what, what he gets. I told you that a coach doesn't get room and board, but a coach gets paid. And then if he wants to go to school, they'll take care of his schooling, whatever he has. He can do that at no cost to him. So he's going to school, he's coaching, and he's getting paid. 
a player is playing, he's going to school, and he's not getting paid. Employees across the board at the university, everybody, you see them, I don't care if they're in the cafeteria, I don't care if they're in, uh, in the classroom, I don't care if they're on the football field, uh, I don't care if they're the administrative, wherever they're at, their employees, they're getting paid. Those employees outside of football, they generate uh, nothing else for the university in terms of revenue. With the exception, I guess you could say the professors are doing something because if they're doing well and they're teaching well, then students are coming in to get educated. So because they're doing well and kids are going out and getting jobs, then, okay, so maybe they do contribute something. Put a value on that. Guess what else? If you're an employee, like a professor, if you're like, uh, you know, um, an administrative staff person at a university, um, your children get to go to the university at no cost to you. Their uh, tuition is paid. You may have to pay for their books. If they stay somewhere, you may have to pay for that. But their tuition is, does not cost you a penny. Now, everybody's saying these student athletes, well, wow, they get all this and they get to it. They get a free ride. I have no disrespect for what I'm about to say. I'm not saying this in a negative way. I'm just saying there's certain people at the top of the food chain. There's other people at the bottom of the food chain. You got a quarterback on a football team or a basketball team. You got a, uh, you know, you got a superstar point guard or a superstar center. But you got that person who's at the top of your food chain, and then you got a lower-level paid person. In sports, they, they, they still getting paid a decent amount of money. In college, you got a professor who's making a whole lot of money. You got a president of the university who's making a whole lot of money. And their children that of a college age get to go to the university tuition-free. Well, guess what? If you're a janitor at a university, your children of college age get to go to school for free. Tuition is free. They're entitled because you work at the university that your children don't pay tuition. They go free. And guess what? You get a check every two weeks. You get a check every two weeks. They don't take anything out of your check for your children's tuition. They go free. They're entitled to go to college if they're of age while you work for that university for free and you are a custodian. You may make $20,000 a year. I don't know, maybe more, maybe less, but you're a custodian. Now, can you tell me why it is you get a check every two weeks as a custodian? You're not contributing. You're not making billions of dollars for them and your kids go to school at no cost. And you're telling me a football player or a basketball player gets out there, put their body in danger and, and makes billions of dollars. He gets his tuition covered, but he can't get any money. But a janitor, you could pay him $20,000 and he's not making billions of dollars for the university. And nobody wants to bring this up and tell people something is wrong. So there's some kind of conspiracy going on that needs to be revealed. And guess what? I just let it out the bag. Check and see if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I apologize. But I bet you I'm not. If you're an employee of a university, your children of college age, get to, their tuition is paid for and not by you. They're entitled to it. You get a check. You're entitled to your $20,000 or $25,000. A college football player, basketball player who makes billions of dollars, he's entitled to go to school and he's entitled to play the sport and he gets no money. You're entitled to go to school too, by the way, custodian. You get your schooling 
at no cost. Your tuition is free. So you could be a janitor, you could work and improve yourself, get a college degree, and at the same time, your kids can go while you're working there. They can go for free, and you stay there. You should stay there the whole time until they do. And then leave after you got your degree and go make money someplace else. Can you believe, really? Okay, I think the show is over with. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. March Madness is over. You've been listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix. Living like it matters, and I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thank you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit RayEllisSports.com. That's RayEllisSports.com. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time. 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.